Welcome to the Discipleship Discussions podcast. We believe everyone can be a disciple who makes disciples. Our goal is to help you with this process. Each week, we take the lesson taught through basic discipleship and break it down in a discussion format. Now, let's join today's discussion. Hey, welcome back to our podcast. My name is Benji Linder. With me, as always, is Dr. Patrick Latham. We're jumping right into inspiration. So the first uh, Bible verse that comes to my mind when we're talking about inspiration of the Bible is 2 Timothy 3.16, where in one translation would say that the Scripture was God-breathed. I think CSB has inspired by God. So that is a mega, mega verse for defending the inspiration of Scripture. So uh, explain to us the impact of that verse when it deals with inspiration. Yeah, so compound word there and the original language in the Greek that literally means God breathed. Um, So you get through that literal translation, a figurative representation of what it means for Scripture to be inspired. Um, You think about being close to someone, Mm -hmm. think about being close to my wife, you can feel her breath. Sometimes she can smell my breath, right? We so, don't do that. What's going on right now? Yeah, you know, if you see, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just right. thought yeah, about could, that. We could get a whole object lesson going there. With <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not, not having people breathe on you, but yeah, yeah. So that, that that works. You know, you yeah. see from what's going on in society now. We know that uh, having someone breath on you mm-hmm. um, indicates a, a certain level of closeness and intimacy. Mm-hmm. So the idea here is that the, the content of scripture. And the word scripture refers to writings, a Hebrew concept to refer to, to, to the sacred writings. That The idea here is that the sacred writings are close to um, God's mouth. They mm-hmm. come from the mouth of God. So the, the other kind of the application we can draw from that um, through that word picture is that with inspiration, we have the ability to be close to God and have communication from him. I mean, but but when you when you talk about the impact inspiration should have, I mean, really, it, it's pretty pretty straightforward in that scripture, and is profitable because it comes from God. It is spiritually beneficial and helpful for us. Is that yeah, that no, what you're thinking? Would you think abs- of more, do you think of more there? Or yeah, I think. Add? I think when we look at Scripture itself, if you remove, of course, you can remove Second Timothy three sixteen, and there are other verses that back up how we believe God spoke Scripture into existence, and He used men to do that. And I think Second Timothy three sixteen is fundamental when looking at the entire Bible. That when we look at things that we don't understand mm-hmm. or maybe we don't even agree with, we go back and realize God spoke that. Yeah, it's not not man coming up with it, not mm-hmm. somebody. Spend a little too much time around the campfire one night yeah. and said, this sounds good, uh, that God spoke it. So it brings me to my second um, point is we believe that God spoke to men. Men wrote the Bible. So God breathed using men. Explain how God used men to write the Bible. Yeah, so I think, I mean, I think it's important there to realize there's always a level of mystery. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you can make a mistake with uh, certain doctrines, um, the sovereignty of God in relation to salvation. I won't even say it like that. Let, let's use the biblical words, predestination and election. Mm-hmm. Take that doctrine. Take um, the doctrine of God existing in three persons. The idea that there is, you know, the word we often use is Trinity, but God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Take those two doctrines right there. 
if you try to explain the ins and outs, the X's and O's, the inner workings, if you have to have a diagram that makes it all work in your head, you're going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. The, the re, you know, all heresy, all heresy, can we say all? Most heresy, most heresy comes when one tries to explain away one of the cardinal doctrines that has a degree of mystery within it. That's a good point. So inspiration is another one like that. There's a degree of mystery. Go back to Deuteronomy 29, 29. Uh, can, you quote, can you quote? I'm trying to quote off the top of my head. Look at that. I pulled her. I opened Dude, right here. You're good. You're good. So, I mean, you've been pastoring for a while. <laughs> so, boom. Bible oh, drill has nothing on oh, you. I opened right to it. Last night, or I was trying to show the boys the fight from the – this is totally off. Sure, let's go with it. So I tried to show – I wanted to show them the fight. I'm that dad, I guess. Like, boys, there's a big fight in a baseball game. Find it. Pull it up. Let's watch it. Yeah. So we're scanning through the, on our MLB app into A's and Astros game. Mm-hmm. They were talking junk over the Astros cheating, I guess. So there's a big brawl. So I scan. I'm like, I know it's in seventh inning. I just flicked my wrist on the Apple TV controller. It landed right on – I mean, right yeah, before the pitch. That. So You're, getting, I'm, you're I'm going roll. places yeah, in I, life. Yeah, I'm, I'm on a roll here. <laughs> but um, the Deuteronomy 29-20 thing. 29, 29. The hidden things belong to the Lord our God, but the revealed things belong to us and our children forever so that we may follow all the words of this law. So that word revealed there speaks of special revelation. Mm -hmm. So we have some special revelation, but we know behind the veil, behind the special revelation, there are still things, hidden things, that we don't fully understand. I think when we talk about how inspiration happened, we have to first of all accept that. We're not going to be able to 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 give you know a flow chart diagram um, here that that completely explains away every little precise detail. There's parts of it we have to take by faith, but at the same time we know, hey, it wasn't mechanical dictation. This this was different than what Joseph Smith or Muhammad claimed. Um, you you could also add it wasn't necessarily just a vision. Now, at times it did involve mechanical dictation. At times it did involve a vision, but inspiration is so much more than that. It's otherworldly. It's different. It's the Lord somehow beyond our perception moving in the souls and mind of men um, to, to prompt them, to inform them, to lead them, to actually give us the words we have before us now or the words that resulted in the translations we have now. Yeah. And so God used different men. Great mystery behind it. We can't explain mm-hmm. everything. As soon as we try to, we're going to get, I guess, a little farther into a whole abyss, really, that we know what to do with. Um, so different parts, different books of the Bible, different letters have a different flavor. So you see in Paul's letter to the Galatians, he's, he's using sarcasm, which I'll never forget that because that's my proof for biblical sarcasm. In other letters, you see David writing songs that they would sing. Mm-hmm. So there's different genres of Scripture. Um, so if God, here's a question, if, if God is the author of Scripture, why is one book or letter so different from others? Yeah, because God is a God of uh, variety and creativity in a sense, mm-hmm. you know, or he is, not in a sense, he is. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it speaks to his nature. He's not a boring God. I mean, look at the palette of um, of nature, mm-hmm. you know, and you see that he is a beautiful, majestic, creative, um, diverse God. Mm-hmm. 
you also know that the way he makes humans, he instills us as part of general revelation. He instills all of us with different temperaments, personalities, leanings, mm-hmm. uh, naturally speaking, mm-hmm. um, in our psyche, in our soul, in our minds, in the way we're wired. And so you think uh, that scripture, in a way, um, speaks to everybody. You know, we've got this science that started in 20th century America, started with, you know, the guy Dewey, you know, focusing on the different learning styles of people. And so God knows that better than anyone. Mm -hmm. So you even look at the difference between the way the Hebrews express truth, very um, on the emotion side, Mm -hmm. and you look at the way the Greek world expressed truth very on the logic side. Not that the Old Testament doesn't have logic and the New Testament doesn't have emotion, but you see that. And that's why you have a book like the Psalms. It's about expressing emotion to the Lord. Then you have a book like Romans that um, gives a, a systematic treatise concerning the gospel, a logical breakdown of the gospel. So you see just our creative God um, expressing himself in different ways and communicating to his creation in different ways. Yeah. Final question. This is a little bit of apologetic uh, type question. Uh, some would discount the validity of Scripture because it was written by men. What is your argument against such a belief? I'd say, first of all, that inspiration, a doctrine, maybe we, we, we could have said this or I could have said this at the beginning of this podcast. I mean, the big deal here is God is the source of Scripture. Mm-hmm. That's what inspiration is. God is the author. The Bible is the only book God wrote. So you'd say that first of all. It doesn't, inspiration doesn't discount the fact that God is the source. It teaches that He used men to write Scripture. Mm-hmm. So great application for us there. God wants to interact with us and God wants to use us. The Lord is a God who is not just transcendent, mm-hmm. but then He descends to humanity. He is Emmanuel God with us. Doctrine of Inspiration reminds us of that. Also, you could say this. The fact that he used men is a miracle. Mm-hmm. The fact that he could use men of different languages, from different cultures, from different backgrounds, um, different personalities, to write a book with the majesty of Scripture, to write a coherent message over thousands of years by people of such different backgrounds, that's a miracle. Mm -hmm. So it actually puts Scripture on a plane that is above other supposed holy works. Also, I'd say it's almost like, you know, kind of balance of powers. It's also kind of like um, revelation by committee in a sense that to, to get all of... These people, the number of authors, um, to to write one coherent message actually gives proof that this book is unlike any other book. So what's better? I've often said, you know, someone brings that argument to me. What's better? To have that, what I just described, that appears to be miraculous, or to have one man, namely Joseph Smith, to go up into the woods in upstate New York and to walk out and say, I found it. I got it. Which one seems to be more God exalting, God focused? It's not the one man who claims he got it while nobody was looking. Another example, think of Muhammad. I had 
I went into a trance. I received communication and vision. And here's what you all need to know. One man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, which seems to be more God-focused, God-honoring? I, I would say the idea that God used many authors. It's a miracle, but then also um, you're not hemmed in, painted into a proverbial corner with just one man being the source of your holy book. The Bible is uh, high and loftier above other writings of humanity. It's the only book God wrote. That's right. And at the end of the day, yes, it's written by men, uh, but we believe it's inspired by God. Mm -hmm. And that's the, that's the ca caveat right there. Is, yeah, yeah. Um, this is the answer. The apologetical answer is if it, it is written by men, absolutely no one can deny that. They mm -hmm. literally men sign their names to the books mm -hmm. or letters, but we believe it's inspired by God. And that is the faith factor mm -hmm. in what we believe. And we can't deny, we can't mm -hmm. say we found it in the woods somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but then I believe every other false religion, same, same exact scenario. Mm -hmm. Some man wrote something down somewhere mm -hmm. along the way. Um, so pop quiz, final question, we'll close. Who wrote the book of Hebrews? The author of Hebrews. God. <laughs> I, did, I, 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 I mean, I'll, I had you Boom. ready there you uh, go. for that. And so, Put me on the team. <laughs> that's what I was looking for, that phrase. Yeah. Not a baseball guy. Yeah. And so, uh, but yeah, I had you, had you ready for that. But that wraps up today's episode on Inspiration of Scripture. Thank you so much for tuning in. We look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for joining us today for our discussion on Basic Doctrine of the Bible. Stay current with other episodes by subscribing to our podcast. For show notes, visit us online at basicdiscipleship.net. If you have any questions about the materials presented in this discussion, or if you would like to give feedback, email us at info at basicdiscipleship.net. Thanks for listening.